And we're on. Check. 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 All righty. Well, Bri, do you want to uh, start this off by... I really know structure for this kind of thing. Yeah, um, me neither, but there's some things that come to mind. And uh, Do you want to yeah. introduce yourself, or do you want to just let the people figure it out as you go? I'll give them a little intro, and then we can go from there. And um, Yeah, I don't know if you want to structure it like you're kind of asking me stuff, or we're kind of bouncing ideas off each other. I just free-flow like, yeah, conversation. Free flow. Let's yeah, okay. yeah. But if you want to give the people just like a... A quick intro. For sure, yeah. Well, my name is Brian Carew. Uh, I am a respiratory therapist by training and also a movement coach here in Vancouver and uh, also do a little bit of work online through the social media platforms. <laughs> Check out some uh, some of Brian's work, Carew Movement, right? That's the Instagram? Yeah, Carew, like that's C-A-R-E-W, like car and then U, yeah. uh, underscore movement. Um, yeah, basically like imagine contemporary dance meets capoeira meets uh, acrobatics yeah. with handstands and weird shit like that. Yeah, I was trying to explain it to a friend of mine. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my part in like, you know, pushing your, <laughs> your vibe. <laughs> I'm getting people to follow you. I was like, hey, you see my roommate? He's a carnival. <laughs> yeah, and he also does, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the way I was describing it was like, it's almost like slow motion yoga, but mm-hmm. like more dynamic mo- movements. Um yeah, I feel like it's not something that, I mean, you're seeing it more and more, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of stuff is becoming a little bit more into the mainstream consciousness. Totally. But it's crazy, dude. Like, I didn't realize you, you're going off to these, like, workshops and things pretty much, like, you know, monthly at least. Like, it's amazing the community that you have found through that. Like, I feel like it's such a niche thing, right? Mm-hmm. Do you find that it's, like, growing pretty substantially in the last... Yeah, I mean, it depends on where you are, right? Like, mm. Europe, it's huge. Israel's, like, kind of a hub. Mm-hmm. Um, certain places in South America and, I'd say, certain pockets of Australia. Mm. But here in the West, um, there are some places actually in the States as well, but, like, particularly if we're focusing on Vancouver, which is, like, my aim, there's not really, like, a movement culture. Right. Um, but, it's, it, like you said, it's growing. People, like, yoga's been around for, what, like, 15, kind of, like, really well-known for about 15 years maybe maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit less but um in like pop culture in like mainstream yeah, yeah you know where it's like it, it like vancouver is known to like oh, you can go to any like find a good yoga studio right find right. a good yoga practice and i think it's only a matter of time maybe half a decade or so before that like movement becomes a thing you think like, so oh yeah I'm, I'm quite sure especially with like um, the system that my teacher or I'd say my, my teacher slash colleague has developed called movement flow. Mm-hmm. It's so accessible and very, very fun. And um, that's the, like the possibility for people to, you know, enjoy that practice and take it on is, is um, I think there's lots of potential and also for like kids to do it, families to do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something that enriches the body like physically, but then also they get to play and like there's community aspect of it. So mm. yeah, I think it, it will take on. I like, way. yeah, I like that it has, it does seem to have more of a, a creative like aspect to it. Mm. Like I, I think you can mix, once you've kind of gotten familiar at least, if you're doing some yoga and you know like basic routines and flows, yeah. then you can start to like mess around. But it, like everyone has a body, right? Everyone basically starts to move like, I, have you ever seen that video? I don't, I don't think it's actually real, but it was like a yoga class where they just put like a four-month-old baby in the front and then you just <laughs> copy what the baby does. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's kind of like, 
but people are into that, right? Like the mm-hmm. pr- primal kind of movements. Like you do a lot of animalistic mm-hmm. type shit. Like absolutely. And it's yeah, it's kind of interesting. I feel like kind of reflects people's. They see this like insane technological world, and they're like, "No, what retreat? Like <laughs> find something like familiar or something." Like mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting. Yeah, I've never really thought about that. Like, do you think you you do retreat to something like nature or something like mm. infantile, you know, childlike? If you, you yeah, know, yeah, for sure. And I think what you're talking about here, I, I really like it um, because it, like, movement is this language you mm. know, that's like written in human DNA. Like, we, th- the way I like to think about it is like when we evolved, we had to move around as hunter gatherers. Like, mm. that, like moving around sustained us and allowed us to proliferate and to grow. Right. And moving in weird, complex ways allowed us to manipulate our environment so that we could become the highest trophic level. 100%. So with that in mind, like um, it became a survival thing, but then it became like a play and like um, a game thing. Mm. You know, this is something that like also nourished our brains, complex movement patterns, playing games. Like And like you said, like figuring out a flow and a phrase, mm-hmm. you can be super strong. You can be super mobile, but to combine these things together succinctly is a puzzle for the brain. Right. I would say it's even, you know, great for uh, preventing things like Alzheimer's because you're mm. like stimulating yourself in that way. So for sure, I think there's roots in, in our human evolution for movement. And that's why, for example, you know, watching a baby do yoga or seeing mm. someone move around in public, like kids always approach me. Kids mm. start emulating me because I think it's like it's part of what, what we are as humans to move around like that. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before, but we have we talked about the C squirt or the C? I think it's called yeah, the C squirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like this thing that it has a brain and it's able to move around and, and explore its environment. And then it gets to a place where it uh, deems, you know, enough resources are around. Mm-hmm. And then it plants and it eats its brain. Yeah. And it's like this ex- like perfect evidence for the fact that like literally we are the complex individuals and the ability to think and explore and do all these weird abstract thoughts is directly related to our bit like our ability to move. Like exactly. it's literally rooted together. Mm-hmm. I think people yeah, I mean we I'm I'm lucky and you, you studied kin, right? Uh, I no, I didn't really study uh, kin. Like okay. I studied like anatomy and physiology, but not kin. Okay. Yeah. Well, in, in I mean, I'm sure you came across it, but in kin, you're like drilled in it's drilled into your head. Like 40% of uh, the you know United States and Canada don't get enough exercise. Like 30% are uh, obese. Like mm. 40% are overweight. Yeah. Uh, like you're not meeting, I think the guideline for exercise is 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise per week, which is nothing. 30 minutes a day for five days a week. Yeah. And 40 or 60% of, or 40% of people aren't reaching that, which is just like, I don't know how you can, because everyone knows exercise is good for you, right? Like everyone just objectively knows what they should be doing, but like it's the barrier. How the fuck do you translate that thought into actual action yeah you know like the motivation Mm -hmm. and i think you're onto something because you're trying to get people engaged at like that visceral level like you said like if children are like oh wow that looks sick like let me try and do some weird like yeah i don't know handstand flowy it's hitting it's striking a chord right and beyond that i don't see how else you can like stimulate someone to actually change behavior yeah man i know i love this i love the path you're going down because that's exactly it. And that's why I think this type of movement practice is going to take on because 
the the regular fitness industry paradigm right now is about is is really about performance and a- aesthetics. Mm. And and you know after Arnold when when weightlifting became big like just you know bodybuilding and all that stuff like nothing wrong with that. It's just that some people have now removed themselves and they're like they're like working out. I'm just not a workout person. Right. But it's like if you're a bo- if you have a body, you're a workout person. Yeah, like you're you, a movement person. Yeah, you yeah. have to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't separate the two. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like we have this ability now because we're so removed from that that natural world. Mm-hmm. You literally don't have to move. Like well, yeah, you could go thing. most people go their entire day and the most exercise they do is walking from the house to that car and then mm. car to the office and then office of the car in the back and on that note like when you were mentioning how much our exercise is recommended Mm. this is something i also don't like because people tend to think like okay i did my workout i'm good for the day right no like take as many opportunities as you can to move Mm -hmm. it's been shown through through research that like if you walk after you eat or the more that you walk or move throughout the day the less cardiovascular disease you have Mm -hmm. uh, or chance of cardiovascular disease and probably reducing all-cause mortality in general so it's not just about like Oh, how, how how many workouts can I do in a week? It's like, how many times can I move? Mm. And then also like defining what is training. Like when I train with some people, it's like we're, we're playing, we're laughing. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, oh, like no, no, no pain, no gain. Right. That's, that's nonsense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like hit, we should be playing around and having fun and feeling enriched by this physical practice. Like uh, we should be bridging our emotional and spiritual bodies to the physical practice. So that's mm. why I think it'll like yoga brings that in for sure. But I think this will bring it, like, explode it and allow it to expand in, in, a, in a larger way. Mm. Yeah, I think, like, I think a lot of people are exposed to exercise in, like, very negative contexts. Like, especially if you think about the casual person who, you know, they're not the most athletic. And so they associate any kind of physical movement with just, like, pain or, like, psychological trauma in school. They had to do PE and everyone laughed at them when their pants fell down. Like, mm. so it's like, it's, you are having to, like, I undo quite a lot of like patterns, ingrained patterns, and like you said, like I think the 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 benefit to what you're doing is you're kind of you're not making it such a big thing. I think people look at exercise because they look at the gym and they see all this equipment, all these massive fucking dudes, and they get intimidated. Like I remember walking. I actually hated. I didn't like lift weights until uh, like I don't know halfway through my second year, maybe or beginning of second year. Um, I just didn't like working out in a gym. I always liked working out, doing my sport. And being in high school, it was super easy to do that because I was just like in a bunch of sports. So, uh, but as soon as I got to university, I realized like, oh, now this is something like you have to actually maintain and put effort into. And it's easy to build up the gym, especially because it is like, it is kind of intimidating. Like there is all this stuff that quite a large body of knowledge you kind of need to, intake so you don't hurt yourself mm-hmm. but with with the, something like movement it's like you don't need any equipment you need a floor and your body and the, that's it mm-hmm. and you can just i mean i'm sure you have like you have all these progressions but start with doing what you can do and then just kind of play like yeah. you were saying like that seems to be a pretty big mm-hmm. uh component to this just like figure it out kind of yeah man it's at your own pace that's it and again like you're just on the money because there is this emphasis of like if i don't fit into this category if i don't if i'm not strong or if i don't do the the movement correctly mm. especially in weightlifting like if i don't look a certain way i'm not worthy to be in the gym mm-hmm. where, where where i'm coming from with movement is you're a human 
Right. It's you need to explore your body. Right. Right. It doesn't matter if you can do crazy shit. Yeah. Like what matters is that like I when I always tell my students or our people I'm offering things to is it doesn't matter what, if you do the skill. Once you show up and move, you've already won. Mm. It's just like yoga. Once you're on the mat, nothing else fucking matters. You right. can be the shittiest practice ever. You could be the best practice ever. Right. All that matters is that you showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that like applies to life too, like this hundred um, percent. Like yeah. you ever read the the art of war? The art of war. No, I don't think so. It's just about resistance and personifying it into like an idea or like a person. Okay. Um, of course, personifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and basically, the guy says like, you know, y- you need to show up every single day and do your work. And he's talking about he puts it in the context of writing, and he's like, yeah, I don't care if I, I sit down every morning and write for a couple hours, and even if it's shit, it, it d- all that matters is that I sit down and do the work. Right. Because that's what a professional does. Right. Right. But um, yeah, like as humans, it's like we we forget that. It's like you're trying to appease the external standard mm-hmm. instead of like asking yourself like, hey, I just rolled around today and bent over and did very simple movements, but it felt good for mm-hmm. me. That's right. What ma- that's what matters. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. trying to give people that connection back and remind them that's like you don't need to do any sort of practice to be uh, a, an athlete or you mm. don't know to be a human or to be worthy. Just go out and move more. Right. Right. And enjoy that process. Stop setting this yeah, re- kind of absurdly high bar. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't, I feel like you don't even know what that is. Like you have this expectation to be like, you see all these people and be like, oh, I should be lifting all this weight and doing all these exercises. Mm-hmm. But the, the expectation in general is just such a weird thing we do to ourselves, you know, like you're making this false reality that you don't even, like, we were talking about this today. Like, you really don't know what you are thinking about. It's like this like gelatinous mass, like this abstract, like, oh, this is what I should be. Mm-hmm. But you don't really even really know what you should be. It's just this kind of interpretation that your brain is like cobbled together by looking at other people. And like, you know, it's like this impossible standard. Totally. So like, how do you even know if you like gotten what you had, like obtained what you even wanted when it's so like abstract in the beginning? For sure. Like, I think that's a big part about, to me, I realize I, I have that, issue a lot is I have these like big ideas and I'm good at like big picture things and looking at um, like the like theory almost but I've had to like work to like okay what is actually actionable here like okay yes this is like a cool thought and a cool idea but how can I break this down into actual things I can do to make this happen Mm -hmm. and I think um, I was I was also talking about this with my supervisor yesterday um it's weird because i also i'm like in between two minds it's like when to tell the people around me that i want to do something because i like that because it like holds you accountable right like you know you say like i'm gonna record five podcasts this month to your friend and then you know you can have that guy come later and say okay how's the podcasting going like oh shit i haven't really done anything in a while um but it's it's tough because it feels sometimes just so good to just tell someone your plan and they're like oh wow that's fantastic you have a podcast you should that's so great like it just mm-hmm. feels good you get that validation and it's like oh i've already done something <laughs> like just by telling you that like i've gotten the little dopamine rush of like nice <laughs> like i don't need to do anything else today like mm-hmm. um but that yeah that's been like a continual process for me it's like journaling's like a huge component of that mm-hmm. just but like you say just coming like just forcing yourself like, I, I don't know if forcing yourself is the right way to do it, but it's almost like allowing yourself to go on autopilot and just, like, stop thinking about all those weird, like, tendrils of questioning thought that's like, I don't know, you should do this. What if this happens? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Just, like, fuck off for a second and then let me just do it. Yeah. Let me just show up. Like, 
there's a famous quote i think it's like showing up is 80 percent of success yeah <laughs> totally man yeah and yeah. this this reminds me of and and yeah like very much the same for me you know um i'm a big pic- picture person as well mm. so i can really relate to that like i have like if it, my job, if my main job was to like lead people and bring out ideas, mm-hmm. I would be a fucking trillionaire. Yeah, like yeah, I could run that shit. But then it's like the how. I don't know. Right. Like the particulars. But what what you're talking about there, it reminds me of like this i this concept of when you're doing the action, when you're doing whatever it is. There's no don't think about what what you're doing in the sense of like like let's say you're going into a workout like oh should I do this thing and then should I do that thing you decide beforehand and then you act and you do the thing right and then afterwards you assess yourself mm. so like when you're writing you don't try to like you know a lot of people do this they're like okay I'm gonna write a book well maybe I should look up how to write a book and then and then I'll do this other thing and you start mixing the action with the other process which mm. is the reflection right so separate these two things when you're in the arena fucking be in the arena yes act and and just do it and and suck or be great or w- let it happen happen right right and then afterwards process it and be like okay that didn't go so well oh that was really good i really like that part Mm -hmm. and then again you go back into the arena and this is like that constant you know internal versus external experience that we go through but a lot of the time people are just like they're internal mashing yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) dude yeah that's a uh, that's a really interesting point i feel like do you think that's just a like a a mindset is that just a practice you need to do like Mm -hmm. it's hard sometimes to not analyze you know Especially, I think, if you have minds like ours where it's just like, oh, that wasn't just qu- that wasn't quite right there. But I guess you just have to throw that thought out the window. Like, do you just have like a mm. what's the mindset you have to get into in order to kind of let that stuff bounce off you? I think what it comes down to, and it maybe sound cliche, but just knowing like your why or, or having time with yourself. Mm. Like a lot of this. I mean, this doesn't get talked about a lot in society, but like just sit with yourself mm. and really well and sit yourself with yourself and accept the idea that whatever you think is not what you are like Mm. all these ideas are just ideas right um so and i think people get caught up in like the like you're saying all these non-real tangible things that are in our mind these like in, in a nanosecond we can come to like billions of conclusions yeah yeah and just observing that and being like hmm that's interesting Mm -hmm. as opposed to like that's truth yeah and i think that's what happens is nowadays because there's like i mean you want to learn something you look it up on the internet like we are in the age a beautiful age where you have access to everything you know you don't really need to like um apprentice right because you can just pick up the skill like that from someone or from something but the caveat is everyone's like having like analysis paralysis, mm-hmm. like oh, I should do that. No, I should do this. Blah, blah, blah. And they don't sit with themselves long enough to, to ask, well, t- to ask themselves what they want, right. what is truly important to them and like why they're doing what they're doing. Mm. Like, why are you pursuing this? Why do you want to do a handstand? Why do you want to write a book? Like really why? Right, right, right. And it doesn't I, matter. Like, yeah, because a lot of times, like you said, people just don't ask themselves that question. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had those ex- like those experiences where someone asked me, you know, like something to that effect, like, why do you actually want to do that? And it makes me think, like, oh, uh, <laughs> because I saw someone else do it. They looked cool. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of times that's that's the motivation, you know. And um, yeah, I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because you can like other people can you can use other people to rise yourself up. Absolutely. But it's when you're using those judgments to like form this completely wrong picture of yourself mm-hmm. and what you should be doing mm-hmm. like whenever i feel like whenever i'm telling myself oh i should do this or i i c- 
can't believe I didn't do this. You know, I'm like setting myself up for failure almost. Like mm -hmm. if I now I've set this expectation, I should do something. If I don't do so that thing next time, I'm gonna be like, God fucking damn it! Like, and that just like perpetuates the cycle. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, yeah, I think one of the most important traits um, you can have is something. It's called like self mastery or something. It's like, like this a this belief that you can accomplish what you set your mind to, mm -hmm. essentially. And I think it's tough because it, it's it's a difficult thing to uh, really like nail down in terms of. There are always going to be things that you ha like aspirations that you may not necessarily get around to, but it's like what I try to do is think about something I did in the past. You know, it's like well, I had this idea in the past, and it was just an idea, and then it became reality. Mm -hmm. But that was when I actually did the work. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's like I I like having those examples in my life that I can think back to as like inspiration almost. You know, totally. Um, yeah, it's a. It's a really tough, <laughs> being a human. Yeah, <laughs> what a predicament. <laughs> yeah, that's why, it, and that what you're saying there too is it, it's incredibly important that we do document some of our life and reflect upon it. Because mm -hmm. in the the present experience, we're never gonna we're never gonna feel like enough. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're never gonna feel like we quite got there until we look back and say like, oh shit, like this was a problem for me before. Right. Like, that's not even an issue for me anymore. Like I've looked back at journaling that I've done from years before and like, oh, I want to travel and teach and be a, a, a authority of movement in Vancouver. And I'm like, that's happening. Yeah. That's happened. Yeah. You know, so that's amazing. You don't, you don't realize like, thank you. Yeah. You don't realize like what you've done or how you've grown until you have this relationship of like experiencing the mm. outside world and then reflecting upon it and having your, like, that's the thing I think that's missing most in nowadays. It's like the relationship with ourself, mm. a relationship with like true nature, which is, consciousness right love you know like those those ideas fundamental that, reality yeah <laughs> it's like that's what you really are that's what you are like, you yeah your consciousness don't forget it right? right right everything else is a construct everything else is just like perception and bias and like context like nothing is really good or bad mm. uh, you know inherently it's like it really just depends on what the situation is right, right and if you can really wrap your head around that like life just in my opinion blooms mm. and like you said like this life mastery thing um, I think that's like the, the the key. Something that unlocked for me, especially, is deciding. It's like I am going to craft my life, or like mm. I am going to wield whatever I want. Right. You know. So, I I, I couldn't agree more. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's so. I, I I did that recently uh, as well. Like yesterday, I was going through. I I I went. Uh, I took a year off before coming to university here and went traveling, and I was looking at the journal uh, entries of when I was in India, and like it's so wild because it's like I could see like the issues that played my mind even then where I was like you know pretty in this like lack of responsibility state but these things that like bothered me I could I could see what I was writing or like I even your style and like it, it gives you just like this checkpoint this reminder you know I went through this <laughs> I saw these things and uh, I think journaling's probably the best tool for that yeah. right like for me I like podcasts because it's a different form of that. It's like audio, right? It's, I, I'm reasonably good at talking. So it's like a lot of like, I think a lot more flower mm -hmm. when I talk as opposed to writing. I feel a little bit more like to the point. Um, that can kind of depend on my mindset. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's harder to listen back though, as opposed to reading something. I find it's like a little bit easier just to like 
crack open something, but I mean, no one likes listening to their own voice too much. <laughs> I feel like you get used to it though. You know, like I, through doing this, I've definitely, I'd be in the beginning, it was so tough to be like, oh God, <laughs> like listen back and be like, like we were saying, like, look, you notice your tendencies, you notice these little weird quirks in your mannerisms and stuff. But it's, it's all this, like, it's reflection, it's information. And like, you can either use that to your advantage or you can let it kind of let you build that weird image of yourself that's not true. Yeah, dude. And like separating separating what is and from what isn't or from from what is and what's just in your mind is mm-hmm. it's tough. <laughs> you don't get a handbook, you no, know? <laughs> like you don't. That's, yeah. That's almost the beauty of it too, right? Mm, right. There's no right or wrong way. Right, but, right. And then, but that's like uh like what we're kind of jumping into now is like duality, which I I really love, but it's like yeah, there's no rule book, but it, but at the same time, and that sucks, but it's, it's also beautiful because mm. then there's like, there's no rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There really is no rules. Right. Like, and I think people forget that too. It's like, oh yeah, I have to do this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you don't, you don't have, have to do yeah. anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You literally just sit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, I, I think about that. That's like, that's also a great tool. I think like when I get, let my mind get ahead of me and I'm just jumping around constantly and thinking about all the shit I have to do and like, oh fuck, I gotta submit that. I gotta talk to this person. And then you wait, you're like, realize, wait, wait a minute. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I could, I could sit in my room if I wanted to all day. I could just, I could twiddle my thumbs. Yeah. But it's like, you do have to deal with real life consequences. For sure. And I think it's important to have that as like, when you start to get super caught up in the semantics, like, oh, so-and-so said this, and mm. that means this and blah, 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 drama, drama, drama. And that stress compounded over time is really going to affect your health. Mm. Having the capacity to be like, you know what? None of this doesn't matter. really matter. Doesn't matter. Like it matters, but it doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what matters is what matters to you. Yeah, People yeah. People forget that. It's like what matters is like whatever is in your mind. Right. Like that's what matters. Right, you right. Know? So, and I mean, and every person's experience like that can be really messy but i think i like to say that so people can get a little bit like this bigger picture mm. it's like if i d- choose to not be stressed out about it as as hard as that may be initially but over time it's like it's like journaling right or mm-hmm. like any other practice eventually or when we were talking about podcasting mm-hmm. similar with myself like i do a lot of recording of myself or like mm-hmm. you know videos of me talking on instagram and you right. see so weird and now i'm just like i don't even bla- bat an eyelash about it right right but yeah yeah exactly and experience I think is the key here right like I think I'm always in between two minds about like age versus experience like Mm -hmm. I've had this question for a long time because uh, I felt when I came to university like quite a lot more mature than like my peers Mm -hmm. because I had had this this six months in Asia or whatever and I saw a lot of things and like saw real life and saw a lot of you know, how the world actually works. And then I came to uni and it was like people who I could tell had never been out of the rule of their parents' thumb and they were just here and they were going to do all the drugs and drink all the drinks and just get fucked up. And then I'd already kind of made those mistakes and and had those experiences. So, uh, and then I've also met like across the gamut, I've met like 17 year olds that have like wisdom you know like they've seen some shit like they've been through real life and then i've met like 20 29 year old 30 year olds that like they still are like talking about like their friends doing like shitty things like high school-esque drama like petty drama stuff. petty just bullshit that like should not you should not be entertaining like that just like excess waste of mental Mm. attention yeah 
but so for me it's like but you can't escape like does does age necessarily mean maturity that's kind of my question or is it literally just up to life experience and you know everything in life for me when people ask like is it this is it that like what variable i think it all plays a part Mm. and then you know a layer deeper than that it all plays a part percentage wise um differently depending on the person Mm. like similar to yourself i went through like like i got into drugs when i was like 14 like 13 Mm. 14 same thing with like sex and you know really young and and exposed myself to a lot of things right and i think that was a byproduct of being exposed to a lot of Mm. intense emotions from my my family Mm. but like yourself i got a lot of that out of my system right and by the and and in high school and in university i knew that i had a level of maturity that was deeper than most yeah yeah um but also at the same time like there's like emotional maturity i was in depth but then also but then um kind of like structural or Mm. organizational maturity yeah i was not yeah yeah it can vary right like you maybe you're like a very type a person you're organizing your life beautifully but you suck at at relationships Mm -hmm. like you just can't even communicate right so it's like Again, there's this, this. We try to reduce things so much and in, 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 in com- compartmentalize, mm. or like you know, but it's like we're so complicated. Mm. Within one expression, there's like another expression and another layer. Right. Right. So, but I, yeah, I, I find this really fascinating as well because the same thing. Like I've both of my, I had a stepfather, and then of course I have a, a birth father. Mm-hmm. Not the most mature people mm. <laughs> that I've ever experienced. Like you know, like they're they're good guys. They 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 do the best they can. But yeah. I, I remember being like 14 years old and questioning. My stepfather's, you know, actions and being like, D- this dude is like a fucking kid. What's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> you know? Right, right. <laughs> Having that realization. Oh, man. I remember those first realizations when you're just like, They're holy fuck. Human. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my parents don't know what's going on either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, that, was also, that was a big lesson that exposed, uh, like, also, I think traveling showed me was like, like, everyone has their shit. Like, everyone. I it seemed like everyone I met was either like escaping like a bad relationship, a terrible job, like, you know, these all these people that I feel like, you know, on the external side, especially me being a young 18 year old, I'm like, oh, you have your shit together. You're, yeah. a, you're a lawyer in London and you like make all this money and you have a legitimate life. And, and they're like, yeah, but I fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and that was so important and my sister is uh doing the similar thing right now she's on her year off she's in vietnam lost she thinks she's got one more week and then she goes to bali next so week cool, man. actually yeah but she like it's really cool listening to her because i like it's like each time i call her it's like i can almost sense the maturity in her voice like i can feel the experience like yeah she, it seems like because as you experience more you get a, a wider base for like richness like i think you it gives you this chance to um recognize a deeper well of emotions right mm-hmm. like you go through something like loss like now at any time that's mentioned or any time anyone else is going through loss like i can think back to when i experienced that and what that felt like breakup like it's the mm-hmm. same thing you know you feel it, it gives you like that's why I, uh, it's almost this beautiful like it's sad that we have to experience those things but it's also beautiful because you're like you're just getting in touch with your fellow human you know like we're all going to experience those tragic events yeah. and it, it almost just to me it just brings us like closer together it brings us mm-hmm. you know like it's yeah it's a it's a it's a terrible thing when it happens but i think it does have its place 
right absolutely man yeah i think if you're if you're gonna live in duality like if if you're gonna play that game Mm. then you need to accept that pain is part of the game Mm. and that like you know if you're not gonna accept that you're just gonna ask for more pain right so it's like don't try to avoid pain don't like ask for it but don't expect that you're not gonna run into shit yeah 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 like um and about the your uh, sister mm. and traveling and I you know about this whole experience thing and and developing you know yourself as a result mm. I think I think there's like um there's a lot of ideas and constructs that are formed in certain pockets of the world or like in the west for example like we we are a first world country and we we imprint our idea of the world on it mm-hmm. so then someone might have this I- idea like oh I know what all those places are like I've seen pictures blah blah blah, right. blah. like I know what the world is by someone else telling them but it isn't until you go out and you actually like again like step into the arena and actually right. act where you you form maturity and you form real ideas and this is a thing that I, that has like just I'm so glad I have this in me I don't know what it is but mm. the an, a curiosity a genuine curiosity for life mm. and I think if more people had that they would be less uh, resentful they'd mm-hmm. be they'd have less pain and they would just enjoy life more because there's no there's no right or wrong way to do these things. Like right. you go out and you experience shit, even if it's like very taboo. Like I do a lot of weird taboo shit. <laughs> 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 and uh, and people are like, oh, like, you know, what if people know about that or mm. what are they going to think? And I'm like, let them think whatever they want, right. man. Like at the end of the day, it's still my life. It's your life. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Why are you going to let some random person's weird judgment dictate anything you do yeah and then that's like a snowball effect right like we were talking about before you th- i think it's like an upping of your self-mastery you start to see mm. it's like like of course a community is essential i think for our our mental health mm-hmm. but first you need to have that pillar that like strong pillar in yourself where you're like i know who i am right I, or i know who i am to my best ability right i love myself and i will honor like what is true to me mm. and that can be dynamic and that can flow it's like i'm not like a true as in this rigid concept it's like i will be true in every single moment you mm. know that's awesome yeah, yeah i like i i yeah that that made me think of like we we also have this great being social animals like you said like mm-hmm. we we have the option to include other people's judgment in our own like identities so you have this ability to like maintain social connection and you can kind of dictate how deeply or how superficially you want those to be but i think a lot of people have a hard time waiting the the criticism from the superficial they they weight it the same as the the criticism from like their deeper friends, right? Like if just some random person in the gym is like, you walk past and they like stare at you and laugh or something, you know? A lot of people will will think about that. They'll ruminate. They'll be like mm-hmm. like even myself. I can think of times where I'm just like some random stranger did something shitty to me, and I can like I just remember that like feeling, you know, like embarrassment or frustration or whatever it is. But in, in actuality, that literally paid no role in my life. Like I could have just forgotten like if that wiped from my memory i would have had a completely same you know Mm -hmm. same outlook Mm -hmm. so it's like for me it's it's cool you have this ability to to decide almost like okay who am i gonna let into my life who am i gonna let for me right like yeah i think we were talking about this a while ago but like i'm having more and more this idea that like every single person you meet is like some way a reflection of you yeah. like some small part mm-hmm. right like <clears throat> the more i uh, the more i think about that and the more i meet new people i'm like almost aware of the the facets of their personality that are similar to mine 
and different to mine. And I'm like, okay, you know, because I think we're, anytime you're like, I mean, say what you will about the universe, but I feel like that's just an opportunity to learn something about each other, right? You're, you're trying to gain a positive experience. Like a social, I read this book a while ago called Finite and <laughs> Infinite Games. And basically oh, yeah, yeah. he broke it down and said like, life is a bunch of either a finite game, which is a game that's played to be won, like a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you could say like s- school, right? I'm, I'm here to graduate, mm-hmm. work, I'm, I'm there for a paycheck. Um, like these things, competition, like I'm there to win. And then there's these infinite games that are just played and the end is just to keep playing. Mm-hmm. So he says like relationships should be yeah. an infinite game. Conversation, that should be an infinite game. We should be putting in equal effort and mm-hmm. batting a tennis ball back and forth. Mm-hmm. And like ever since I read that, I can, I think if you have that that mindset, you realize the infinite games are the ones that are the more important mm-hmm. right like those are the ones that are going to be continually forming you throughout your life like not saying that work and school aren't important because they are you get a lot of things out of those but seeing it for that bigger whole mm-hmm. i think is like a it's kind of a wake up it's kind of like a priority shift for oh, me right. at least it was yeah it's just like what do i really what am i really getting out of mm-hmm. these, each of these things is this a finite game is this an infinite game right yeah it's like a cool little awareness <laughs> awareness game to play with yourself yeah i've heard really good things about that book mm. and i went on a um like a movement retreat in seattle uh, in october and that's how i came up or someone uh, presented the book mm. to me or the concept and one thing that i took from this idea was how important it is to realize like if, if you are aware of an infinite game and, and a finite game what uh infinite games are you playing like a finite game and vice mm. versa so a lot of people they play relationship like a finite game in that like well like if we were both not happy then it's like no one's winning like it's this infinite game we have to continue like you said like continue it for on and forever Mm -hmm. and then so it's not like uh it's not like i get to do this or you get to do that like they both have to be winning like you both have to be playing the game right continuously forever right that's super interesting so it's like yeah that made me i was like whoa like there's probably a lot of situations where i or other people have tried to play you know a finite game in an infinite or usually the opposite way like mm. you're limiting the capacity of this process right by thinking there's a, a means to an end or making a transaction a, yeah, yeah exactly making it like a zero-sum game kind mm. of thing like it's like okay this is the end of it it's like right it's like life too it's like th- it's not there's no end to it yeah yeah you yeah. just keep growing and expanding don't think like you're going to get to a certain point and then all of a sudden you're just like i'm done to, yeah yeah <laughs> peace <laughs> like a cookie yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. like a cookie yeah you're never done yeah that's yeah that's a trick right it's like a, it's like the other trick is just like oh yeah just do this one thing and you're you'll be like this forever yeah it's like no <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is a secret yeah 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 it's like no like every single thing worth doing in life is worth doing and it's worth doing every day like you it's this going back mm-hmm. to the movement going back to exercise it's a practice. Yeah. It's something that you have to continually do to push yourself, to shape yourself, to force yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, like you're saying, going back, going back to that like resistance thing, like we, as humans, we need to continually overcome challenges or at least feel like we are, right? Yeah. I think that is something that it's going to be harder and harder to do. Like if you look at our world and we mentioned like how it's just gotten easier and easier to survive, I think like, and it's pretty well documented, like this 
outcropping of like all this mental disorder that I mean now we've you know created this such thing as psychology and psychiatry so obviously now we have this like structure and template for it but I feel like it's oh wow I just completely lost my train of thought <laughs> maybe like the like oh you're, oh, I oh yeah, yeah go, go that like moving and 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 mm. basically I think it'll just get easier and easier to survive and that means we'll have more and more time by ourselves and more and more time by our, in our minds and not uh, continually doing stuff, accomplishing things. Yeah. Like you look at our life as a hunter-gatherer when we were just every day, wake up, get out of bed, gather some shit, go like say hello to the fam yeah. and then go hunting later on. Yeah. Like you have all of these, but they're so visceral. They're so like in front of you. I need mm. to build this. I need to start a fire, yeah. right? You get those like, now even like you you start a fire you feel like yes yeah. like i did it Super i, I did something yeah. yeah here now it's like it's all technology it's all on screens it's all abstract it's nothing's in front of you yeah and i think going back to what we said before it's like you're, you're it's gonna get harder and harder to find things that do like let you feel that visceral reaction mm. and i think people's like uh, desire like and and especially you see it in I guess more western developing countries because or developed countries because that's where it's happening first and you see these like people who want to start boxing or they want to meditate or they want to they want to feel something real they want to move their body right like they don't want to live in this abstract they want to be like fucking moving shit around it's it's almost like um like you hear those stories of these high 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 paid CEOs of like crazy national corporations and they're just high stress all the time and they're like super alpha telling people what to do and then you hear that like they actually secretly love like a dominatrix come and like fucking pegging them or whatever yeah. you know like you need like it's almost like if you're portraying one you're fulfilling one need and you're neglecting another totally. you know balance yeah yeah that balance yeah it's um, it's harder and harder to find, though, right? It, it is, and it's uh, and the funny thing about balance is, like, in order to become balanced, you have to be unbalanced. Mm, you can't, right. you know what I mean? You can't, you can't practice balance without yeah. balancing being there in the first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, right. And then they, met, I mean, here we are again at duality. It's like the beauty of this e experience is is perpetuated by the uh, the grotesqueness, if you will. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it gives it reference yeah yeah I, I, you can't escape that like you need that old the old adage like you need dark for light you need yeah. light for dark like you need sad for happy i love what you're getting on though with the tangibility because mm. for so like what has made i think people forget like what humans are but mm. based on like how we've grown because a lot of people think like five thousand years ago or whatever but humans like humans have been around for you know maybe a like hundred thousand or whatever like hundred thousand years like mm -hmm. when, i don't know homo erectus or homo sapien like when that transition right but a long time and that's like part of our dna that's part of who we are right so like these tangible reward systems that were in place are still very much there yeah and we've very very shortly and it's like this compressed amount of time changed all of our tangible ways of understanding ourselves and feeling enriched by life to like you said like a oh i just put up a post on instagram mm -hmm. there's nothing really tangible about that right like it feels good in the moment but it's almost like it's almost like a hit of cocaine like yeah. you know in 30 minutes you're down again and you're waiting for the next hit right right so right i think that's the, the age we're in right now and i feel it too it's like mm. 
you can be hustling like uh, and that this is important this is why it's important to journal mm. you could be hustling all day and at the end of the day still feel like you didn't really get enough done because there's always five thousand more things to do yes yes and it's not until you have something more tangible like that's why i love the process of writing mm. it, is it brings it into the real world and it's visceral and i'm like i'm gonna, you know write down a list of the things i did during the day i'm like holy shit like i actually did quite a bit you know and then sitting in that you know actually right. appreciating it so yeah, this really makes me wonder how our consciousness will have to evolve or how our consciousness is going to expand in mm. order to mitigate or just like address this this whole environment that we're shifting into. Yeah, yeah. And how like the environment has always developed or like facilitated uh, or like constructed the organism, but now we're manipulating the environment. Right. So, so much to the point where it's like, I don't know, things are getting, they're getting messy, man. Yeah, like what? What the fuck are humans gonna look like? Like, have you seen the? Have you ever seen the movie Wall-E? Yeah. You know how yeah. the, in Wall-E, like when we go to space, like everyone's just in these hover chairs. Yeah. No one has to move. Everyone's like four hundred pounds and like blubbery and like soft. And like I could see that. Like maybe you know our thumbs get jacked because <laughs> like, yeah. we're just like constantly exactly. <laughs> like a tiny little point. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like you could maybe yeah you'll see some you know like crazy fine motor control, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah, if you just let what happens, what's happening now take its course, like, what does that actually look like for humans, right? Like, And the thing, too, is, like, if we constantly change our environment to suit what we are right now, we won't change. Mm. And I think there will be a tipping point. Like, there will be something where, you know, we won't be able to adapt to it or, or whatever. But if we, you know, that's kind of the thing, too, you see with, like, a lot of, like, maybe more birth defects and all that kind of stuff. Like mm. natural selection isn't so like natural anymore, but I guess like it is natural selection. Like we're a part of it. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. This is these kind of ideas. Like it's, it's I find it's really easy to be like, Oh shit, we're messing up or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, everything's happening exactly the way it should. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the universe has it all figured out. Like it's all just exactly the way it should be. And like us and our experiences, is is a grand yet incredibly infinitesimal thing. Yeah, yeah. You just know? think, yeah. Just think about all the fucking li- like things that had to happen, like history wise, geologically wise, for you to be here right now. Yeah. Like that is fucking insane. That's why it's like I I kind of like the the multiverse kind of brick and morty uh, like <laughs> theory where like we we are just one of these universes and literally every single possibility of action that could happen is happening mm-hmm. and we just happen to inhabit the one that this is happening to yeah. but we somehow can't really access like what's happening disparately totally. i don't know I just, that's a woo-woo thought but it's like i like thinking uh, about it i like <laughs> it too man and i've definitely like wrapped my head around these ideas mm-hmm. and, um there's this reminds me of uh i think his name is R- david david hawkins mm. he's a he's this physician who had like an awakening and then came back and wrote a bunch of books and wow. talks about like a very similar thing he's like if you can imagine something or think of something or perceive it mm. it can be a reality yeah yeah like there's what like that's maybe it's a it's a far stretch maybe i'm not like and, and we're not physicists we're not quantum yeah, physicists exactly. we don't know <laughs> maybe this doesn't apply to quantum physics but my my taking from that was like if i am you know an extension of the universe if i'm connected to it mm. and i'm able to bring up an idea or like a concept isn't is that not right real i've I've thought about that about dreams like every how weird is it that everybody goes to sleep and we just enter worlds like we all just just entering Mm. different worlds and like 
it's just normal, just part of our experience. But no one really knows why we have them. Like we yeah. think we do, but we don't really sure. Like could be just a byproduct of the brain fucking around. Yeah. But like, what if you're just entering those timelines just for like that? You know, that's that time and space. Because mm-hmm. dreams are fucking weird, dude. Like, totally, man. Everything, all of those dreams could be happening all at once or in 30 seconds or, mm-hmm. you know, like time does weird shit. Like, Absolutely. That dreams are one of the weirder things to me about humans that we just kind of take for granted as like. I couldn't uh, agree more, man. Yeah. And even regular. like, uh, like when you, I used to practice lucid dreaming. Mm. Um, and it's, it's cool because you can acquire, it's a skill. It's mm. definitely a skill, which is fascinating because what you're talking about um, what got me into the lucid dreaming is this guy on YouTube who was like talking about the layers. He said there's like seven different layers of hmm. the lucid dreaming state. And he said he got to points where like the experience was more vivid than real life. And he was interacting with things that that seemed like conscious sentient beings. They were like, wow. like one time he said he went to a place and, and the thing was like, how did you get here? Like questioning how he <laughs> and he's like, I've experienced timelessness, the universe, you know, almost similar to plant medicine right. type um, exploration. But yeah. But yeah, it's so weird. This like our ability for our unconscious mind and our conscious mind to kind of like create this like a, a, a relationship or a container to form idea and, and whatever. And, and who knows, like I've heard things like you're you're saying, like, is it a byproduct of of filing in the mm-hmm. brain? Is it like right. us practicing things so that we're better at it in real life? Mm-hmm. Is it uh, like who who knows what what's going on? But but it's crazy that um, it's so like, you know, it's like, oh, just dreams. But it's yeah, like, dude, you just like literally experience like fucking. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Dragon or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. now you're just waking up and you're like, ah, it's whatever. It's normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it goes back like it go, goes back to Descartes, right? Like, like yeah. the fact that you can't actually the I mean, I guess in, when you're when you're lucid dreaming, you're like l- training yourself to like pick up on cues to tell yourself you're dreaming, right? That's kind yeah. of the process. Pretty much, it's like you become aware that you're awa- uh, you're dreaming, mm-hmm. and a lot of the stuff is like the reality check. So I used to like poke my finger routinely, mm. or I would well, yeah, poking my finger was a big one, or holding my breath and plugging my nose, mm. um, and then that's what got me through. Is like I put my finger through my hand in a dream one time. Oh, and interesting. You just do these things like the reality check so often that becomes habitual, so that oh, you. Your dream self does it exactly. Oh shit! Okay. So there's always something like people will be like, "Look at the moon, and it's weird." Or you look at your watch, and the, the clock's fucked up. Mm, um, yeah, I've heard that. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I've had like, I remember I lucid dreamed once or twice as a young kid, mm-hmm. and the only thing I would do, I would either fly, yeah, uh, or I would drive a car because I was like seven. And I was like, I really want to drive. Yeah. <laughs> so like that, I'm like. Dang, you kind of wasted that. <laughs> but it's okay. It wasn't a waste, I guess. Have you ever, like, um, so with, with lucid dreams, it's like you're in another world or whatever. Mm. But I've had experience, and I think this is called astral traveling. Mm. It's like where I've, I feel like I'm dreaming. And then I like, one time I like rolled out of bed and then I looked at my bed and I was like, that's me. Whoa. And I like had left my body and was like, I lo- like watched myself in like this third person type of thing. And then huh. like walked through the room like my where i was living and it was very much like a, a dream kind of state like things were were mm. you know foggy and yeah. weird and like that that reminiscence of a dream right but it was not like a dream it was almost like my whatever my essence was huh. in the room you're just watching yourself sleep yeah wow and i've even had where i've had um like inception style dreams <laughs> where i'm like i would wake up Oh do yeah, do a bunch of stuff and then realize I was it dreaming dream. that whole thing, dude. That will fuck with you. I've had a couple yeah. of those where you're just like, 
yeah that was what i was getting about the court it's like you don't know what's reality yeah. <laughs> like which one you know if everything feels so real but then you have those like it's, it's kind of strange that realization you have in that dream where it's just like oh i just did something fucking patently insane why did i do that why did i like pour like coffee all over my laptop yeah and then you're like oh wait this is a dream yeah, why did that make sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just get like yeah just like poof, in a puff of smoke it's gone yeah but and then and then retaining it they say that um reality or not reality checks um there's a way of like i can't remember it's like bringing the, the bringing the uh experience in mm. more so what people will do is say like r- when you realize you're dreaming like rub your hands feel the texture of things hmm. like bring the environment to life because as soon as you realize you're dreaming you might start to slip out because you're kind right. of like in between like you're like not completely unconscious yeah yeah but you're s- but you're not totally conscious either right and you're not like um yeah, it's yeah. It's everything fun. feels just kind of like far away, almost. Yeah, it's almost like you you forget you have the capacity to like like analyze something. You mm-hmm. know, like you, you're just taking everything at face value. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, there's an elephant there, it's shooting a rifle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that's, that's my, completely normal. That's my life. Like, yeah, that's reality. Like, uh-huh. yeah, it's it's a uh, man. I, I hope we get a little. You know, in my lifetime, mm-hmm. who, lo- who knows how long that will be? Maybe yeah. I'll live 200 years. Yeah, um, but possible. like, I hope that we get a f- like a deep enough understanding of the brain where like some of these mysteries kind of, g- I don't think we'll ever be like, aha, this is why. Mm-hmm. But like, it'll get a little bit more elucidated, you know, as we go. Yeah, man. That's honestly like the, I feel like that's one of my prime. I'm just so curious, like where this goes, like where do, what does my life what does the earth look like mm. in throughout the course of my life, you know? Yeah. Technologically wise, like medical advancement wise, but just like how we deal with this. Because humans are pretty, say what you will about them. And I feel like he, at university, I've come across quite a lot of n- pessimistic people because mm. they are, I mean, being a kid at my age is kind of tough. You're just told like, yeah, the earth's fucked. Like, (laughs) you're going to be in debt forever, (laughs) like all the, you know, all this stuff. And then you're, you're coming into this world. So I've met a lot of people that are like, oh yeah, you know, like ice caps going to melt. Everything's going to be above water at 2050. But I, I just have, maybe I just have more faith in humanity. Same man. I just think like every single time humans backs are against the wall, we do something kind of incredible. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying like climate change isn't going to be bad like it's it is bad it's happening it's fucking shit up mm. but i think that the like the worse it gets the more we get this kick in the pants to be like oh shit yeah we actually need to do something about that sure. we're just so bad at translating that long-term slow gradual you know slip that mm-hmm. descent into like oh fuck we need to actually act sure. right it's that instead of like akin, it's akin to like every day someone's like i don't know cutting a little piece of your bush as opposed to one day they come and like chop it down yeah like it's a lot easier to react to that chop mm-hmm. that i think is the major thing that like you're talking about conscious enhancements of right. humans yeah if we could somehow like with a chip or with something i'm not gonna be the first to get the chip by the way yeah <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. let a few other people yeah do. yeah let them try it. yeah <laughs> but if we could somehow weight those long-term like detriments as like short-term detriments so you could like you know, ha- like instill like action, like instill that response, mm, yeah, because yeah. that seems to be like the major problem. For sure, like you know, driving forces, neurochemistry, some sort of reward system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's interesting too. 
like especially with like climate change and even like this experience we have like i think it's like coming back to giving yourself the power Mm. like choosing to see it's like like out of the whole universal time span there's this blip right now where you get to experience human life Mm -hmm. who knows if that'll ever happen again yeah yeah like like it's fucking incredible yeah look at all the shit we get to do yeah yeah like look at it that way yeah yeah be like holy fuck i get to live a human life and not everything on this earth gets to live a human life right right so i think that is initially very powerful and then with the climate change thing is just is interesting i always wonder about like how much we influence the world's climate and then how how like so if the, if the world is an organism and it goes through phases like mm. what are its phases and do we even mm. understand right do we really a- appreciate like how it goes through its cycles yeah you know because there's been ice ages and there's been really hot periods and so i mean i'm not saying i don't believe in climate change mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm just saying that i think humans might we might think we know more than we know sometimes. Right, right, right. I yeah. completely get it. Like, I... No, 100%. I, what's what's the, the interesting thing, I think, to pick up on is, like, the Earth's going to be fine. Yeah. The like, Earth's going to stay here for billions more years. Humans, most likely, look at the track record of other things. Yeah. Probably not, you know? Exactly. Like, we were talking about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs were here for fucking 60 million years. Yeah. And then, boom, asteroid. Fuck you. Exactly. Humans have been here hundreds of thousands, which is, like... not even like a a tiny perceptible amount you know and then yeah it's just I don't know how you yeah I don't know how you can't be amazed (laughs) with with what we have now right with where we are on that time scale yeah and that again like looking at humans at the full time scale looking at earth on its full time scale you start to appreciate like oh yeah like this is not the earth of humans or this is not the planet of humans this is the planet of like the dinosaurs even the like tregolobites those like mm. those crustaceans like they were allow- around for much longer even than dinosaurs right, right. so if, if if anyone came around like you know an alien or whatever and decided to come to the earth they'd be like this isn't your planet you haven't been here like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah you're yeah, alive yeah. now but it's almost like uh, someone coming to visit and being like this is my home it's like no it's not yeah yeah you, you just showed up yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a jellyfish it's the shit you don't even know about that's under the ocean yeah, <laughs> yeah. So exactly what you say the earth is gonna the earth's kind of probably just like hey humans you think, yeah yeah I think yeah. you're making you think you're hot shit right now yeah just like, wait it's like you should like the fucking earth survived a meteor strike <laughs> that pretty yeah. much decimated like i don't know how i don't know the hectares and how much yeah. but it just fucking decimated the land dude and i, le- still I learned about it recently because i'm in this astronomy class right it was a 10 kilometer diameter asteroid what the yeah. fuck <laughs> so that thing hits the earth and it's like it's all good we're gonna keep going yeah <laughs> yeah we're i just keep on yeah. chugging all right we'll try again and then life proceeds man right the thing is life life is always gonna go on like that is mm-hmm. is like the the one thing with well with life the mm-hmm. universe is like it must it must proliferate continue yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think which man, is wild man. i know i i, I just thinking about that. i know i just get excited sometimes i'm like holy fuck yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of unbelievable and and I I, th- I think it's really important we we talk about these things and like people not just talk about it but they try to seek it out and experience whether it's like through meditation through conversation through mm. plant medicines like I've been telling you I've been experimenting with DMT lately mm-hmm. and just to feel like to feel the sensation of timelessness right. or like to feel like I, that that I've had these these separations of my body like not mm. having any construct of Brian right. is just like such a potent reminder of like oh yeah. Like I am source. Yeah. I am the universe, and and like whoa, like 
uh, and I don't know what that is, and I'm okay with it, yeah. I guess. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, There's so much I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's... Yeah. Do you think you, other than, I guess, meditation is the other source? Like, do you think you need experimenting with some kind of, like, psychedelic or, or plant medicine to, mm-hmm. to like, achieve that, that mind state? I don't think you need it, but I think it's like a fast way. It's like a nice right. It's like a shortcut. Yeah, it's like it's going to facilitate the journey. And there's some people, you know, practitioners out there of the holistic nature, if you mm. will, who are like, you know, you shouldn't use plant medicine or you shouldn't use psychedelics to to get yourself there. It's not the the right way. Mm. But anytime anyone ever has ever said that's not the right way, I'm always like, what is the why? Kind of, what, yeah, yeah, what's the right way? The, yeah, yeah. The wrong way is the right way, right? Because right. it's a way. Yes. As yes. long as it's a way, like life in and of itself is just it. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. So, right. But I think it's like um, it, it, it's in the intentionality. So mm-hmm. having like I think ceremony is really important because mm-hmm. I do believe that these medicines are like there's intelligence to them. There's consciousness or something mm. that's working with you. And then understanding that it's not panacea. And then there's also work to be done afterwards. Right. There's integration and there's like, there's a understanding of what you just experienced. So not mm. um, the pharma, the, the standard pharmaceutical model is kind of like very symptomatic treatment and kind of like take the pill and don't think about it. Yeah. Like the, your problems are solved. Yeah. Whereas plant medicines, like we're here to do some work. Like yes. you're going to have to get engaged, involved, and you're going to have to like, it's, it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. But like we said before, don't ask for an easy life. Mm. Like you want to have a difficult life. Right. Right. That's what, what we like with those difficulties brings uh, satisfaction and, and meaning and purpose. Richness. Yeah. Like, mm. yeah, I, I uh, I've come across this a lot, but it's like, you Im- like imagine a life where everything just goes according to plan like everything there is no you live in this utopic society people are nice like you know food is everywhere we would i think just knowing humans we would fuck that up really quickly to be like ah fuck it it's too annoying like it's too yeah. we need to have something to happen we need uh chaos totally, like man. to respond like that yeah that's something i think as i get older i'm realizing more and more and realizing like you just have to be okay with the fact that like anything could fucking happen at any time and know that you yourself have the the tools and the like the experience to deal with it mm-hmm. and and that you will be stronger for it i think that's uh, going back to like loss or something like that's kind of the thing to focus on mm-hmm. not like that incredibly like stark emotion yeah. but w- what this is doing for you like how is this going to let you like connect with others in the future right like seeing this positive in every Mm -hmm. negative almost yeah what can you learn from it i like the idea of like you're talking about we need chaos and something that i i think i heard it in a podcast or i might have read it is the the concept of the devil Mm. or of satan and how it's a necessity yes that without this resistant for like what this person was presenting is that Satan, um, you know, w- outside of the Catholicism is actually a testament to being like, no, like if, if everything flows, then there's no, there's no meaning to life. Like yes. we're talking about, there's no richness to it. So the, the devil, this idea is actually, it's a, it's a good thing. It says, no, like there must be something to, to, to push you to greater heights. Right. There must be a barrier. There must be something that like makes you find out a different path in a different way. So mm. as much as we don't like those things or we think of it like just like it's negative, it's a necessity. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it allows us to rise up, you know? Right, right. So I thought that was such a cool idea, especially as like since there's so much 
emotion and concepts around like God, Satan, mm-hmm. these, these ideas, these concepts, but they're just like forces, you know, they're like forces of nature, like byproducts right. of like our experience. And like you said, and the, and the like metaphysical realities, like mm-hmm. talk about what you want, like debate as much religion as you want, but God and Satan as like these archetypal ideas mm-hmm. are fundamental to the human experience, right? Like that's why I'm also, I have trouble people who are just like completely dismiss religion as just like all these idiots who want to believe in space daddy. Like, <laughs> no, like y- they're, you're getting something from that. You're, you're understanding, maybe it's put in more of like a literary framework with the Bible or whatever, but you're still trying to, uh, at least you're engaging with these truths as opposed to just being like, oh, it's just random biological processes, da 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 Like, it's just physical laws leading to physical a- actions. Like, I, I don't like reducing things that much, you know? I, th- I think there's so much value and merit in, like, exploring these ideas of chaos and order because they're just, like, it's fundamental reality. It's, it's, yeah. more re- it's more real than anything because it's, like, it's something that, like, even the short amount of time we've been here we've put an incredible incredible amount of work into creating these these concepts Mm -hmm. and like solidifying them so it's like when it's like whenever i find someone who is like super into something right Mm -hmm. i'm always curious it's like oh wow like they really like fell like hook line and sinker into this like there must have been a reason Mm -hmm. i think that's another thing with maturity it's like Sometimes as a ki- as a young kid, I'm like, oh, why the fuck is that person thinking like that? Or why do they say that? Or like, what? Mm-hmm. It's because they fucking believe it. Yeah. And it's because you didn't walk in their shoes, so you don't know why they believe it. But they believe it for good reasons. Mm-hmm. I think that's like uh, uh, engaging with ideas in, in other ways uh, is also bringing that to my mind. But really, like whenever you're engaging in a debate, don't don't debate them as if they're wrong. Debate them as if you're trying to understand how they got that idea yeah right totally like you're you're inviting more opportunity to create more discussion yes I t- that I, infinite game yeah it, exactly yeah. yeah it's like making it not make yeah you make it a finite game by being like i need to be right yes it's like yes th- it, there is no right or wrong yeah so like we go into the whole situation being like the conversation is what it is right and then all of a sudden things open up and i i totally agree man you're exactly right like that's such a beautiful point and mm. and um I think it's like it's necessity like it's necessary for us to have discussion and confrontation mm. that's what like brings up new ideas but this whole thing of like i mean in the west at least or at least in my experience and in, in my world right now like bringing up ideas that are controversial especially like you know being carnivore i'll mm. try and uh you know i try to question a lot of things i'll put up articles and research and say like i found you know some research that's that's questioned the idea that that plants actually are potent antioxidants. Mm. So I just put these up on Facebook and say, hey, like, what do you think? This is worth reading. Yeah. And it it begs the question or it begs for more research to actually prove that plants are potent (coughs) antioxidants. And then people immediately say, you shouldn't be giving nutritional advice. Mm. Oh, this and that. I'm like, I'm not giving any nutritional advice. Mm. All I'm saying is that we should ask more questions. Right, right. But people get triggered. Yeah, and yeah. you know they and they're doing the in the finite game. They're like, no, 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 you're wrong. It's mm. like, I'm not trying to say I'm right or wrong about anything. I'm yeah. just trying to say we need more information. Right, here. right, right. <laughs> Th- yeah, that that's another thing, right? Is like that that emotional response. It's yeah. it's like an emotional response to a like that's a scientific you know question. Mm. Like science and emotion, you kind of need to separate those two. And now I think 
because we don't have religion, because we don't have these big rituals and ceremonies and community binding things, mm. people will now go to dietary choice or they'll go to whatever, uh, like some scientific real thing. And now that's their religion. Now that's who they are. Now that's their identity. And, and they've, they've, like you say, that's right, totally, you know? Yeah. And I think like, yeah, just, just we're getting we're bad at uh, separating those two. Once we've contwined them, mm-hmm. you know, humans are really good at being tribal. <laughs> yeah. Like we're really good at getting on a team and being like, fuck you, this is my team, that's your team, fuck you. Us versus them. Yeah, us, exactly, as a like age old mm-hmm. thing. That's another adjustment. We yeah. should like make note of all of the things that we should uh, enhance humans for. Yeah. Like that's another one though. If you could somehow like tune down the tribalism, right? Like yeah, for sure. that would be like a huge boon to society, I think. Yeah, just being able, being able to like there's certain there's certain things that I think people can understand mm. in regards to like um like higher level consciousness like mm. unconditional love for example or like knowing that like if I just if I just serve if I were to not you know like outside of the providing myself the necessities to live if if I made my life about service mm. then and everyone did that life would be pretty fucking good yeah right yes right. but it's like we that was not you know that has not that's not how we evolved mm-hmm. like we're kind of still living in a in a mindset of how we evolved you know talking about previous or here our older humans yeah. you know 30 40,000 years yeah. ago yeah. It's like that was not how it worked before mm-hmm. and um even the whole like community situation like um i think that's why there's so much drama and and mental illness sometimes and anxiety around like not being in a certain group or not mm-hmm. being accepted because if you weren't part of the tribe before you die. Yes. And although that's not like what's going to happen now, but there's still like this concept of like social, social suicide right. kind of thing or like social, um, what is it called when you get like pushed out of a group? Um, like ex- exile? Exile, yeah. yeah. That's like the worst thing in the world. Right, like, right. There's nothing worse than being exiled. Right, right. Um, and although it's not like going to threaten your, 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 your life, well, maybe it will because it, it, then you're like you don't have really like a reason to to live to right. to share the experience. So yeah, we're social animals. We do need people around us. Mm-hmm. It's just you can you can let that wait a lot more than it should maybe, or you're you're finding community in the wrong places. Totally, you know that's what it comes down because there's always community. Right, like there's always people you will vibrate with, mm-hmm. but you first have to understand what you're about, and mm-hmm. then and then and then express that. And then as you express that, and you're like, oh, I don't jive with that person. Okay, I, I do jive with this person. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. And they jive with my authentic, you know, vibration. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way to do it. But everyone's trying, like when you try to be liked, the irony is like you're not being who you are. Yes. You're setting yourself up for a contrived relationship from the beginning. Right. So, <laughs> and I mean, I learned this through experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a fucking social chameleon, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. A hundred percent. No, I, I, I come across that a lot too because I... I think, yeah, I think me and you are quite similar in that way. Like, we Mm -hmm. are easy to socialize with. Like, I'm I'm relatively easy to get along with. And I feel like sometimes that does me a detriment because I'm not actually seeing who this person is or I'm not... Like, I feel like I'm being genuine, but maybe it's the social persona that I have that, uh, you know, it just comes out when I'm around other people because I like conversation i like i like this you know yeah you get a lot of like dopamine hits from this <laughs> oh, it's like you get in a flow state like this is one of right. the things i love most about podcasting or just mm. having a conversation is like 
well one we're in the present moment and you can't be upset in the present moment so mm. it's technically impossible mm. and then we're we're accessing information and ideas and i think we're we're enriching our brains to a degree like it's healthy to be in a flow state right a couple of times a day yes you know yes and then also community we're like we're sharing something together we're creating a synergy something that's greater than the sum of its parts you know 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah and yeah like i said we're learning through that experience and mm-hmm. like taking in all this data verbal you know body mm-hmm. language eye contact like yeah. these things that we're kind of starved of i feel like yeah, today sure. right like so much communication is done through the phone yeah. and, and i think you're losing you're losing out on that you know speaking of the phone just can we do a quick time check yes <laughs> I, was, I was about to say it's three how long have we been going holy shit we've been going for an hour and 13 that's crazy do you want to call it a day here or I mean, we've got quite a lot. I think one sec, while well, the audience can listen to our figuring this out. <laughs> oh, I just need to check my parking. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. No yeah, worries. I probably should head out pretty soon. All right, we we can uh, we can stop it here. Yeah, I feel like we've had a pretty solid debate, solid conversation here. Yeah, that was a lot of deep diving, and uh, it's kind of fun to to start off a, uh, a podcast like that, kind of just like have the the life discussion. Yeah, know, go yeah. Into, like the the universal things, the exactly. religious things, you know, all that stuff. Hit the main points. <laughs> uh, I think, um, yeah, I mean, with my audience on Instagram, I can always ask if there's things that I want us to talk about mm. or if there's things you want to talk about. Yeah. But, um, I think we should do this a bit more regularly. Oh, I, yeah. I really enjoy it. It's super fun. No, me, see, me and too. And there's like some, we could get into some more uh, nitty gritty topics. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. yeah. Some, some fundamental reality. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, why don't we do this? Why don't we have, uh, you want to sign off? You can say a word or a phrase, whatever you want to the people just to have that lost little sound bite in their heads. <laughs> For sure. Um, I'll just say like, since we, we talked about movement a lot, like, just get out there and move a little bit more. Like you were made to move as a human and don't let any external construct demean that for you. Like just know that you are are worthy enough to to do whatever practice you want. It doesn't matter if you're physically in depth or not, you're made to move.